Okay, it's another live edition here in the studio with Matthew Cruz in here in uh, Corbett's Corner. We we miss doing the uh, UFC live events on YouTube. I'm actually going this week, so I, I'm super pumped. I hope to get some content there. So let's talk the card. Uh, UFC 277, good to have Matt here in studio. And uh, we do want to just start with a little recap of UFC London. Always fun. Patty the Baddie sells there. He sells in America. He's quickly becoming popular. But you went in with a little bit of skepticism. Yeah, I wasn't sure how good he actually was. Um, you know this as well as I do. He had the one fight where he wasn't really doing that well. I don't even know who it was against, but then he had a knockout. And then he's a Barstool athlete. Yep. Um, then I did watch the fight against Kazulo Vargas in the O2 last time in March. Um and again, he didn't look that good at the beginning, but eventually gets his sub still early first or second round. If I remember, uh, so I was skeptical. I thought Leviat was going to give him all he could handle. Um, and he actually impressed me. He was really, he was solid. Like, I mean, he did get handled a little bit on the ground grappling, but like there's a lot there and, uh, I'm starting to buy the hype for Patty. Yeah. And they're just two genuine people, uh, him and Molly, they've, kind of risen through the ranks together yeah dave tells the story about how uh he basically was just went down not unlike what you do when you get became a fan of the ufc he went down a rabbit hole of patty the baddie fights and just you know became a fan was like i want to sign this guy and it's paid dividends uh you know he had a great appearance there he's wearing the monocle uh you know that that's great he basically said it and i thought it at the time was that's already paid off uh it was what seven figures for patty the baddie and uh, I think that's like Penn might be like, oh, that's a tough hit. But in terms of Barstool, that's great publicity. Yeah, 100 um, percent. And yeah, that was part of why I'm starting to come over to him because he is a good dude. Same for Molly. She's hilarious. Um, tout your plus 300 underdog. Uh, oh, yeah. Ludovic Klein. He was supposed to fight on the card tomorrow, but that fight was off for the opponent he had. Uh, it was a visa issue. So he takes this fight on short notice. Nathan, Nathaniel, uh, no, 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 Mason Jones. Right. He was plus 320. Yeah. Um, knew he's a good fighter. He's a, just an eight point striker, very solid all around, could grapple a little bit too. So that was nice. Yes. Uh, so it was a fun card. Uh, I got to enjoy it while celebrating my, um, nephew's first birthday. So that was a lot of fun. Um, and his father, who's a big UFC fan as well. Um, okay, let's ascend to the top here. I'm going to be losing my mind as soon as Bruce introduces the pay-per-view card. Uh, and it begins with Ankalaya, only one loss. Anthony Lionheart Smith. Uh, you were initially thinking, hey, that could be a live dog. Uh, here's the other thing too, is we, UFC four, we've been playing some of these fights. So we, we've trying to get a better read. We're doing research here in the lab as well. Um, so uncle and Anthony Smith minus 400. What's that line at now? Um, yeah, it's still around there. Uncle I have minus 475, Anthony Smith plus 380, depending where you're at, but around those one of them, actually Anthony Smith plus 400. So, um, Plenty of value there. I watched Ankalaev against Santos, Tiago Santos, back in uh, February or March. I didn't think he was all that impressive, but I've looked a little bit more. He actually is a very good all-around fighter. He's a very good striker, but he's got good heavy kicks as well. Anthony Smith been doing it a long time. 36 wins, I think, and like 32 of those were finishes, which is an insane amount. Granted, he's lost plenty, including recently. So um, we'll see. It's about the end for him, but 
Maybe he's got some magic left. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's so the line. Obviously, it, I'm trying to find MG. Bet MGM is releasing some public data with UFC lately, so that's been interesting to kind of follow. You know, so far the line's moving towards Ankalaev, uh, minus four hundred to minus five forty. But, um, yeah, you know, is that public support? Is he in a ton of people's parlays? Um, okay, this is the fight that you're keying on: Perez Pantoja line moving towards Pantoja. He's about uh, minus 190 right now. It is. I'm very excited about this fight. There's a couple on the prelims I want to talk about. Too. Sure, sure. Uh, but we'll come to those after this. Yes, I like Pantoja a lot. I mean, it's but like Alex Perez is a very good fighter. I'm just ex- very excited for this match. I think this division is actually wide open. You have uh, Figueredo, who is currently the champ, but he's there's about to be an interim title fight that we'll talk about later. Yep. Um, so you have these two winner, presumably gets a shot. Pantoja this week actually said, I'm the dark horse for this because I think there's going to be a challenger for the interim belt mm-hmm. because Figueredo might be out for so long. So a winner of this may have a shot at the belt in their next fight. They actually will most likely. Um, so a lot on the line and just two very talented, um, experienced, but also young fighters like they're 30 low thirties, but have also 25 to 30 fights under their belts our research confirmed it was an absolute war um so yeah we're, we're excited for that one um okay Derek lewis be wary when he is away from the ufc apex uh you know someone was like isn't he from texas i'm like yeah you literally got a shot on that gone card and he got his ass well it was against gone uh he got his ass handed to him he's got knockout power somewhat you know sneaky athletic but he does get gassed uh pretty easily i don't know much about his opponent but the line has moved from the opening as this guy's a dog pavlovich uh to now minus 135 uh this fight will end quickly uh, over he's under got, one and a half rounds he's, it's oh, take on like it's well one, yeah one and a half rounds yeah so it's, signifying it's, it's, it's like gonna be right pavlovich his average fight time is two minutes, 55 seconds. These guys are both punchers. It it will be very quick. It could be as quick as Tom Aspinall, Curtis plays, and I'm not. Like, that's not a, <laughs> like an exaggeration. I like Sergey here. Um, like you said, Lewis, shaky when he's outside the apex. He very well could catch him because they have a similar style. Um, he, like, from what I remember, he pressures, but, like, he kind of just stands there and just, they're going to be swinging. It'll be a it's going to be an insane fight to be at live. I promise you that somebody is going to sleep. Sure. And the crowd I'm interested to see. I think the crowd's going to go crazy for him. Uh, I said we were circling back to your prelim thoughts uh, and then I charged right forward. But let's circle back yeah. um, some prelims to highlight from sure. Matthew Cruz. A couple of them. Uh, one, Ji Young Kim. She was the recipient of one of the worst split decisions of the year. <laughs> if you look at her fight from February, I believe it was against uh Priscilla. Anyway, I kind of like her as a dog. Michael Morales, keep an eye on him coming up. He's undefeated. He fought on one of the pay-per-views back in the spring or winter. Um, His opponent, though, had to back out, so he's now like a minus 600 favorite. Um, UFC.com says he's plus 235, which is just not true. (laughs) Yeah, wow. Okay. Uh, There's a couple lines that are really wrong on that. And then the other one that I want to talk about also wrong on here Dante Mays versus Hamni Abdul Wahab. Let me <laughs> Abdul Wahab. This is his first UFC fight. Okay, <laughs> he's five and zero oh with five knockouts. 
allow me to tell you the fight times in his five fights where he won with a knockout. 15 seconds, 33 seconds, three rounds. Okay. 26 seconds, 27 seconds. He's had three, four fights that he finished in under 33 seconds. So granted, I saw one of them and it looked like your uncle Skilo. Of course. What's his opponent? And there's also like no gloves either. But that'll be also a fun fight live because I, well, maybe Maze will try to take him down. And if he does that, it'll be boring. But if it stays on its feet, there could be some fireworks there. That's crazy. Yeah. So five and oh, um, that's against Dante Maze. Uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what the atmosphere is going to be like. Super um, jealous. Super jealous. Yeah, I'm definitely going to soak it up. Bucket list item. It it kind of all fell into place. We're going to be recording live stuff for winging it, too, because I, I was going to go visit the guys. And then I was like, wait a second. It's UFC fucking 277. Uh, Drew Dober, uh, this is the craziest line action. Minus 303 down to 197. Interesting. I like Dober there. Yeah. He, uh, he also has hands. Like, he finishes a lot of fights. His losses are to very good opponents, if I remember correctly. Uh, Morono, interesting line, moving from 140 down to 128 as a dog against some Melsberger. Um, and alas, uh, I believe we know where you are headed here for the first of two title fights over under four and a half rounds. So Vegas has this going, uh, the distance and, uh, this is the second fight, which I didn't realize because it was before I was a UFC fan. Correct. I don't know much about what happened in that first fight. I'm trying to see how far, how long ago it was. 2019, I believe. Yep. And Moreno won. Mm-hmm. Okay, that one went to decision as well. And it was tight. It was tight. I mean, single digit strikes in between the two. Advantage Moreno. I'm looking at that right now. Hold on. Um can't talk either. Yes, I'm very excited for this. Kai Car Francis, my boy. I was introduced to him when I watched him. I actually thought I didn't bet it, but I thought Cody Garbrandt was gonna win. <laughs> it was Garbrandt's first fight in the division and Kai put him to sleep in the first round. Uh, so that was awesome. And Moreno is a good fighter. And, but we've seen uh, Kai's last fight was against Askar Askarov, who's a similar fighter to Moreno. Right. Moreno will want to be on him kind of strapped like a backpack. I remember that was a quote that you had said about that. I don't <laughs> think you agreed with the scorecard. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so we'll see. But Moreno is a better uh, he is a better fighter than Askarov. He's a better striker, so he will be more challenging. Um, but I think you have, uh, I think you have a live dog here in Kai Kara France. I think he gets his hands on the belt. Yeah, that's uh, his line has stayed absolutely stagnant while Moreno has gotten uh, down from two fifty to two fifteen. So Kai Kara France um, plus one seventy. All right, uh, Amanda Nunez, Juliana Pena. Uh, not every day you're going to get Amanda Nunez minus 283. What was what did she close as against Pena? Was she like minus 400, minus 500? Was it even crazier? It was up to minus 800 Yeah. in her last fight. Amanda Nunez is getting her belt back. There's no doubt about it. Uh, she's not even remotely lost close to back-to-back fights. Like Her losses are 5, 10, 11 spread out. Uh, she doesn't want to make excuses and she doesn't. That's why she fought in that last fight. But like she was not nearly at her best Mm -hmm. Uh, fitness. Her camp was tough. She had a lot of things happening. She still fought. Um, You're not going to. And people 
not me. But some people accused her of basically giving up and like tapping easily to Juliana Pena. Right, right. Uh, she looked gas and just kind of gave in. I don't think you're going to see that again. Uh, I had become a fan of the ultimate fighter. Eric put me on. Shout out. Yeah. Uh, and these two were the coaches this year. I right. don't know if you watched it. That was on Tuesday, right? Every Tuesday, yeah. Yep. There was like 12 episodes. Uh, and probably for show, but at the very last episode, they got into each other's faces and they were chirping. And Amanda <laughs> was letting her have it. So, um, like I said, probably for show, but also like yeah. a man is a man is pissed about not having the belt right now. And I think right. she gets it back. And like you said, not all, not every day you're gonna get her under minus three hundred. Yep. So line uh moving. Well, it's curious. Pena plus two twenty, moving away from her plus two twenty five. You know, depending on where you shop. Uh, Nunez, it's moved from minus three thirty three down to minus two eighty three. Uh, two and a half over under. So uh, are we going to the championship rounds? That's uh, it's kind of right on the I money. Think so, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I think it'll be a battle, and it'll be a good fight. I think. Um. It should be a good one. There you go. Yeah, I one fight I gotta revisit back in 2016 when she beat Shevchenko. Like those that those two fought. That's insane. She was probably getting two belts at that point. Right. She was a. Um. Yeah. So the lioness. Uh. Yeah. She Megan Anderson. She subbed her in two minutes. Uh. Felicia Spencer didn't stand a single chance. She's been dominant. Uh. Throughout the pandemic and obviously before. Uh, Pena, yeah, I was really just not on her, like I was not on her radar, and no, my she's an ultimate uh, ultimate fighter champion. Okay, yeah, I saw that. Obviously. Wow, she fought in. Uh, was she on Team Rousey? It was Team Rousey versus Team Tate. Must have been. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, all right, I'm jacked. I'm gonna. Uh, you're gonna live vicariously through me. Uh, we're gonna enjoy the card no matter what, and I will be there and hopefully get some content. Uh, you, that's UFC 277. Anything on the horizon that gets your attention? Obviously, a lot of fights, but anything worth uh, mentioning? Uh, I'm actually excited. Uh, on the Santos Hill card, I think next week there's the two Ultimate Fighter Championships, so you get to actually bet on those two fights for the first time. Mm. Uh, so that'll be cool, just because I've watched that. Uh, and then obviously, <laughs> yeah, I mean the, I'll be honest, Usman Edwards too. I'm uh, that pay per view looks the least exciting of the year. Um, Ooh, but, I love watching Jose Aldo though. Yeah, I mean it's not gonna be bad. Don't get me. I mean like I, yeah. we watch this every week, of and course, they're always good. Of course. Uh, but I mean, how can you, how can you not be looking ahead at the currently last scheduled event, at least as far as I know, which is <laughs> UFC 280, Oliveira, Makachev. I mean, the five fights that have been announced for the main card are, it's just stupid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like Gamera and Darius, uh, Sean Brady, Bilal, uh, O'Malley. Piotr, uh, Dillashaw, Aljamain rumored for a championship fight, and then obviously Charles and Islam. So, uh, and that's at like one o'clock local for the main card on a college. Is that in, uh, in Abu Dhabi? Dhabi. That's sick. Charles yeah. against the world, and he's gonna keep or get the belt, keep his belt. It's his belt. Yeah, you uh, are looking at that underdog for sure. Uh, Usman, I'm only well, minus three forty five. Again, that's an interesting price. Yeah, um, I mean, yeah, that you take him until there's no reason right. not to. But he's just to me, he's kind of like Adesanya, not the most exciting um fights per se. Uzma right. has gotten better though. It's just, I mean, if he wrestles, then 
Um, Wrestling's not the most exciting, but I mean, you still appreciate a good fighter doing what what they need to do. As long as he's not foot stomping, gone. Uh, minus five sixty, but some action on tie, moving down. Yeah, you. Uh, I mean, I might be on tie just for fun, but that'll be a good fight. We'll hope. I just hope it like fireworks, obviously. And then, of course, uh, the most ridiculous fight in the history of fights in general. Uh, action on Oliveira. This is not ridiculous, but action on Oliveira is interesting. It's already moved 15. Um, Nate, Nate Diaz comes out to me. For what it's worth, UFC 4, Nate Diaz does have some reach. I knocked him out. Uh, it was fire. Second round affair. Um, this is ridiculous. Minus 1,300. It, it should be triple that. Yeah, I mean... I don't know. I'll say this. I did think what I thought Kamzat was going to destroy Gilbert Burns and he proves yeah. human. Uh, Gilbert Burns is also very good and he would destroy Nate Diaz. I think. Right. I mean, I think you're going to see the Kamzat that didn't uh, receive a strike in those first oh, 10 fights. Yeah. He did not get touched for 10 fights. So um, you might see that where he takes some, drags him to his right in front of his corner and just goes to town and possibly drags it out as long as possible to torture him maybe uh nate will be you know he'll put on a show have a chin like i argue it was like he won the fight when he got destroyed by leon edwards right yeah i don't know uh, we'll see um i did see a headline like he's the i think the bare knuckles uh all fighting championship it said that nate diaz is a great candidate for their yeah, like, <laughs> promotion there's that that's interesting what he's going to do next last fight uh, on his current contract. All right, that's good stuff. Matthew Cruz in here, UFC uh, 277. I will be there. Dal- Dateline, Dallas, Texas. Uh, I'm going to lose it for uh, Bruce Buffer and John Anik. I believe Rogan, no brainer, is going to be there and hopefully DC. Yeah. Um, so we'll hope to have more and then we'll enjoy the fights. Take care.